inspired beer is really good. Oh. Oh, yeah. Did you get the peanut oh hell, shit. Did you get the peanut butter? Oh. It sticks to the roof of your mouth. Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking butterfingers. I got a jalapeno stuck in my throat with the peanut butter. He's got the butterfingers. Like, I can't breathe. That Reese's fucking... I think there's a razor in it. Hey, do you think that the fact that it's just two dudes dressed up in costumes handing out candy to kids that the neighbors are going to think that's really weird? Not at all. As, as long as we hold hands. Okay. Or even better, hold cocks. Do you think it kind of weird that like when we go to the bathroom I'll hold yours you hold mine you think it's kind of weird that you're dressed up like a pope and I'm dressed up like Jesus no and we're just two dudes handing no. out candy no two kids in a very blue collar nice neighborhood kind of like <laughs> hello um, didn't realize the Whoa, didn't realize the, 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 tape roll, the tape was rolling. There. <laughs> uh, I didn't see the click. Take one. <laughs> awesome, guys! It's Hellcast. Welcome back. I guess or two or two. Welcome to Hellcast. We're front. Welcome us back. I guess. Or <laughs> tell us front. to go fuck ourselves. <laughs> Welcome left. I got to tell you guys about a funny post post pre production scenario. One member of the uh, Hellcast team is very wants a very good product. Well, both members. So mm-hmm. one of them was sitting there saying, "The mic's just fine." Well, here, let me raise it. No, it's fine. Just wear this. Well, let me raise it. <laughs> so if you hear me breathing, like you just heard Reaper breathing, it's like it's because the mic is now nose high. Cause he just—he wanted to stand in front of me, holding this phallically shaped <laughs> microphone, unscrewing the the little lathe thing here, up to mouth and nose high, I guess. And so, because I kind of fucked up my back today and yesterday, so I, in order to sit up straight, I guess it looked like the mic was low. So Reaper was kind enough to come over here and raise it, but it's like covering your eye now. <laughs> I, it's, I look like a pirate. The like screen. halfway. So there's like, no. Standing off the seat. <laughs> yes. So anyway, we're back to Hellcast. I was and, just uh, looking out for you, Eddie. I know. I, know. <laughs> I didn't want your back to be hurt while we're going with trick-or-treating. <laughs> <laughs> I like my t-shirt Oh, says. you know, that it's funny because it's Halloween time, and That's I guess right. everyone's entitled to a good scare. And I think the neighbors were legitimately scared last year when uh, Eddie was in the apartment life, and I was single, and, you know, we're... <laughs> In the Halloween, <laughs> we got to post pictures. And on we the had, yeah, page. we had. Uh, I was Zombie Jesus, and Eddie was uh, Papa Emeritus of Ghost. Go figure. Last year, but it was, <laughs> or even. But there year. were really awesome costumes, and uh, like there was just a lot of Halloween shit. Like we went to like a like a party, and then there, like there was some a, an a outdoor party, an yeah. indoor party, different days. Yeah, uh, and on Halloween night, uh, it was right around when Hurricane Sandy, the remnants came through here. I can't remember the exact time frame of it, but we went out. Something fucked up 
when trick or treating was supposed to be, they the city moved it. So, some, to some a- happened to after Halloween, but Sandy was involved somehow. Like okay, so it wasn't on Halloween, but, and like you know, we already got some pretty. It's good to get a good use out of your costume, especially right. you spend a lot of money and time in it, and which you definitely did. And I spent kind of a lot of cash just getting a freaking Jesus thing and whatnot. But so you came down my. <laughs> It's just me and Eddie down at my house, (laughs) (laughs) handing out candy to to the trick or treaters, and at one like you know we just kind of I don't think thought anything of it really, (laughs) just you know two dudes that like Halloween (laughs) wanted to dress up again, and (laughs) why not? I've never met my neighbor. Like I've never I hardly any talk to any of my neighbors, and like they just so happen like. Like, I think I was at the door, like, handing it out and, like, you know, acting like I was dead Jesus and scaring kids and probably pissing off the religious neighbors and you were doing your thing and stuff. Um, Dude, there's still candle wax on my fucking car. Oh, yeah? I can't get off the glass on my sunroof from that candelabra thing I had out there (laughs) as fucking papa. (laughs) So, so at, at any rate, though, the neighbors finally come over, finally get to meet the neighbors. And, like, you know, we're just halfway talk and they're like yeah we're up here from florida man it's colder here in florida than than in florida this time of year and it's just like that's what happens yeah, no when you shit. go north and it's, <laughs> and it's just like uh for a second you know we're just you're shooting the shit and then all of a sudden it was just brought up i, I noticed eddie's conversation kind of veers off of like yeah you know but but we're we're friends um I don't live here. We're just good friends, and um, right. we just wanted to dress up again, and we're just hanging out. Um, but again, we're just friends. We're single, straight men, and uh, we liked our costumes that much. No, yeah, because actually, last year on Halloween time was kind of a very bizarre relationship situation going on for in my neck of the world. So, enough said about that. Um, it wasn't with me. It was girls. Uh, yeah. I'm glad you didn't tell them that. And, you know, we're just friends. There's a really bizarre relationship thing going on right now. And they're probably thinking, I bet. <laughs> yeah. Oh. But, and you, I don't know if you remember, the, the one guy comes up with his little daughter and he's like, he goes, hey, honey, look, it's the Pope. Confess your sins. And I went, don't confess your sins. Commit your sins. And he goes, don't say that to my daughter. And I said, well, what do you expect? I have upside on crosses on my rope. <laughs> trick or treat. Get your shit and get out of it. We're giving you free candy. <laughs> yeah, it might as well have been the trick or treater of the advertising kind, sending publicity, hey, advertising our this magazine. Seem more tricky than treaty. <laughs> yeah, you got a good point there. Because I received a magazine. Should I plug the name of the magazine? Let's say yes. New Noise Magazine sent us a magazine. And it's like, I think I kind of sort of went off on a rant about it before, but this just really chaps my ass. Because it's like the government, like the the thing that's going on, like a lot of people like hate Obama and politics and shit in America. Or maybe it started with George Bush. But the whole, like, I think it uh, started with globalization kind of thing where like they're trying to unite like our economies and it's going to be one worldwide global economy kind of thing. It's kind of the same thing almost in music. Like they're taking everything that would be trendy to mainstream, like in all and underground and all putting it, putting it all under one roof. Does the internet have something to do about it? I don't know. But I'm sure the internet could. does. The, just, dude, this fucking thing. It's smartphones. I mean, dude, everything's at our fingertips now. I think it's overload sometimes. Fuck this podcast. You can listen to it on your phone. 
So maybe it has something to do with the PR people or whatever you want to call them for the magazine just saying, hey, you know, advertisements is not as what it used to be and not everyone can afford it. So we'll just even go with the underdogs and the underground people, the silly old hell's headbanger kind of people with their satanic records to Roadrunner Records or you insert mainstream label name here. Because it really just chaps my ass that you open this up and right on the cover here. And take it from me, the folks, band his w- ass is chapped. <laughs> I, I don't know that. Oh, boy. Because he's just my friend. Right on the cover, though, Red Fang. Now, I've never heard this band. Have you heard of this I've band? I've heard of this band. I've actually heard them, too. All right. You know, they just look like a bunch of hipsters. Am they, I safe yeah. to assume that if they're any it's form funny because- of heavy music that it's like doomish? Uh, yeah, like that stonery kind of thing. Yes. And it's funny, like, I, I've always said on this show, I don't know what the fuck hipster is, blah, blah, blah. I see that cover, and it's like, yeah, I guess... I guys get it. Like, yeah, I, I see what that is now. So you got this. Which, I hey, mean, good for them, but whatever. So it, I mean, but it just looks ridiculous. A bunch Especially of... The, the guy the, jumping. That's stupid. The beards, the dude jumping with his boxers hanging out. I mean, the guy with the death to false pizza shirt, and just the over the glasses. I mean, it's a violation that, that, of that every metal. That whole ironic kind of... Right. Know. It's just... They're, they're just the average, everyday Joe Blow, and you just keep flipping through. Like, the, the Creep Show is a band. Uh, Toronto masters of psycho punk the creep show and they just look like rockabilly jackasses with the female front that's standing right in the front jeez because that's to sell records apparently and then i mean and then you can find sanctuary in your metal advertisement with death angel cataclysm going down the well sepulcher and Soulfly. i mean come on this is what we had like how are all four of these all on the same page I, you know, I will say though one thing about Death Angel. I'm kind of curious what their next one's going to sound like because well, the I, one that just came out before I can't remember what it's called. I I'm not like. judging what their records sound like. It's just like why is this all on the same page? I just don't fucking get it. In the same goddamn magazine, you have that. I get the same magazine. Which is already bad enough. Like that's already bad enough. But yeah, I the, get same the same page. Mag- same yeah. page, same magazine. It, all is right, it whatever. The, I I don't know who the fucks on what label. Is that a la- what the f- uh, nuclear blast? Okay. So then, but so you, you know, you move on and you got. State champs, that's apparently a band. It's just everyday Joe Blows. Like, I've gone on this ramp before. The bomb. Like, where is there? There's no identification to who are the... who are the What their music's going to sound like. That and who are musicians. Like, you used to be able to say, this. that is a rock musician. And not anymore. It's just a... That guy could be a janitor. That guy's a paper boy. He, he delivers he your mail. He could be a I pilot. Mean, you, yeah. <laughs> There's something to be said about that. Like, none of these people look like music fans. Right. It's not because of short hair. It's just, they just look like da- jackass. We watch football on Sunday. <laughs> I mean, that's just what it is. There's probably some of our listeners that do watch football. I uh, know, but you know what I mean. The regular avid football guys, that just yeah, they know what they're yeah. talking about. You see, yeah. Pentimento, close your eyes. I mean, what is all this bullshit? Why, and then Watain. I mean, yeah. what the fuck? Th- that comes out of nowhere. And then they brand that as like the most satanic metal album of the year. And, and how can one be like, I'm excited about the new Watain when just right before the page before that, you have your fucking paper boy on the front saying, hey, buy my band. I'm in Pentimento or some yeah. shit. Just, this is horrible. This is absolutely horrible. Why is it, you why know, is this you know what it reminds Why you know, are people outraged? Do you know why? It, what it reminds me of is back in the '90s when uh, Nirvana and, and and Pearl Jam and those bands started coming out, and and there was, from my recollection, I could be wrong. There was a lot of like crossover from that heavy metal to grunge. Like you know, everyone's like Allison Chains is a good metal band with a grunge attitude, and it was like ah, uh, and I was just like oh, th- this 
fucking sucks. And it, it started to meld together, and the music lost, you almost like lost your identity because there was people going, oh, dude, yeah, man, that's a Dark Angel t-shirt. Have you heard the new Alice in Chains record? No, I haven't. <laughs> you know, or even, like even th- those punk bands, like in the early two thousands. Of course. What, what was it like? Uh, um, Blink one eighty two and those oh, types of God bands. Damn. Oh, and and, and, be, and, be, and or Green Day. You know, somebody'd be like, "Oh, denial, dude, denial of, God. of God, dude, that that's kind of metal." Or what was that punk? What is that? And you'd say what it was, and then someone would be like, "Oh yeah, man, I got the new Blink one eighty two record and Green Day. That's right. so heavy." And you give me a and nice thought. Like, oh. Say if someone just like you're just being that closed minded metal guy. Maybe, but I'll present this then as a label advertiser. Like, how is that good advertisement? The most satanic record of the year, and then he flipped the page. All the small things, Blink One Eighty Two is on there. Like, how do you take that seriously? Like, how are the the same readers that are if that's even going to uh, appeal to? Even reading the same magazine. It's not. Most metal people are closed minded like that. They don't want to see that. I don't want it. Like, I'm discouraged by Watane now. And what's, because of their record label. Why are they on that shitty record label? Well, I, I wouldn't blame them. I wouldn't blame the band. I'd blame the label. Blame them. But, yeah. And flip it the other way. The guy listening to Blink-182 is going to fucking give up. Oh, I don't want to listen to that satanic stuff. Uh, odds are they're going to be very probably the same way about it. you know. Or they might be like, oh, yeah, that's cool, like to your face and turn around and be like, oh, my God, I'm scared. Yeah, I, the I point is, is why aren't people outraged by this? Why is this acceptable? Because you know, we talked about it before when Motley Crue was raining the West Coast with their makeup and glam and all that, Slayer was pissed off. Even Metallica, as cheesy as it was, as we found out that I thought it was cheesy, singing about metal and slaying posers, it, it was. But people were outraged by it. They were making a, they were making it known that they don't like this shit I, and all. Like it doesn't exist anymore. I, or I if it does, are, I think what it is is there's just so it's it's like what I said before. It's your smartphone. It's your fucking. I, I'm I'm here on the computer getting a fucking invisible symbol uh, signal. For the internet, I could use my phone. I can use my laptop. I brought down. We can go out to your TV and watch fucking YouTube. It just comes from so many angles. I think we're all just bombarded with it, and you're just like, uh, you, uh, you can't have you a can't. handle on it. Yeah, more or less. It, it's it. It would be like I'm reading uh, th- this book, the Zombie Survival Guide, and there's stage ones, two, and three of fuck and four of zombie in- infestations and shit. We're like at stage four, fucking zombie infest- infestation with that shit. It's it, it would be like. Being attacked by a swarm of killer bees, you're just better to fucking duck and cover and just be like, "All right, I'm not gonna," because you can't you can't do anything about it. But like back in the we well, don't even know about it. I mean, that's an interesting point because I would have no idea about this magazine, right? If they didn't send it to me for free. And you know what? Uh, anyone from New Noise Magazine, this is what I said to your advertisement. Fuck you. <laughs> oh, how do you really feel? I hope we're going to recycle that. <laughs> I ain't re- recycling. Oh, we're going to it. Don't even want the same. Don't even want anything remotely good or interesting or, I don't know, <laughs> ever printed on those pages. That is good as fire it, it was, starters. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> and you it, know what? Actually, before you go, I'm sorry. Oh. Before you go on about the magazine, it kind of almost reminds me of, it's, it's almost a bit whorish. In, in a way, and maybe I'm being over-judgmental here, but it's like, they're just trying to be like, oh, cool, man, you play with distorted guitars and, like, you know, it's got a driving rock and roll beat. They're like that guy, that peaceful guy, that guy, like, there's a guy at my fucking gym that's always got that smile on his face. He's fucking phony. He's like, hey, yeah, man, hey, cool. Oh, hey. You know, like, say you and I walk in to, to work out, and he's like, oh, what is your denial of God? Oh, you're in the... You're in the 
metal. Yeah, I, I like some metal too. Yeah, man. I, I got a, I have a Slayer CD. Hey, so yeah, you want to join the gym? And then like he looks at me and I have a Trick or Treat shirt on. Oh, Trick or Treat. Yeah, I like horror movies. I saw The Fountain. I, I don't know, one of those stupid poppy new horror movies. And, and they're trying to cater to everybody, so like there's there's no toe stepping on, and and sometimes I feel like I do that on the show. I'm like, ah, oh, fuck it, who cares? Yeah, I mean, do, do you know what I'm saying? It's like it's like, yeah, man, we're gonna be cool with everybody because we want, and it's like exactly they're not taking a stand, and everybody doesn't want to be cool with everybody. I don't want to be associated with that. I don't want to be right. popular. I don't like those people. I don't want what I like being in that magazine and i think like i said you're like well it's not the label's fault and shit i think it needs to start being the label's fault because well it's not the band's fault it's the label's fault for sure yeah and or even bands though people got a boy like people should be next time you see watts i'm like dude what the fuck people had a problem with them doing the the animal shit the the animal rights people had fucking cojones giving them shit when they're in america putting the i mean i don't know i heard stories maybe it's not true but you know why isn't someone? I wonder if they shit? even know though. But they probably do. Someone needs to give shit and be like, "Hey, you know what happened?" Because in a way, that's a sellout. <laughs> Going on a label that doesn't fucking know the credentials or give a fuck about a metal audience and putting you blasting you in shitty ass magazine. Fuck yeah, there might be one dude that's like, "I've never heard black or death metal. Let me listen to it." Holy shit! What am I listening to Red Fang for? Or what? You know? You know what yeah. I mean? And. uh <laughs> They're trying to unite crowds that should not be united. Dude, I've got to check if they've got the new Crucify Mortals split with Exorcism. I hear it fucking rips. Yeah, man, I've heard great fucking things about it. Can I help you, gentlemen? Nah, man, I think we got this on our own. Uh, yeah, all right, you know. Where's all the metal at? <laughs> Dude, I'm sick of all this search. Why is all metal mixed in with all these other genres? I know, man. It's so fucking frustrating. Look at this! Look at this! These fucking chain stores don't know what metal is! They got thrash bands and pop rock! Uh, this is driving me nuts! Brah! Fuck, I, I feel you, dude. If there was only a place for fucking metalheads and headbangers, you'd find fucking metal with all this other fucking right. shit in the way. Dude, I know! I, I like, like a place by metalheads for metalheads. You guys ever heard of MetalPeer.com? The first all-metal auction website? No way! You gotta be fucking kidding. Not at all, my fellow headbangers. It's the first of its kind, and it's going to change the way we shop for metal forever. No listing fees and a one-time verification fee of just five fucking bucks. So it's affordable and convenient. So let me get this straight. No other genres and no listing fees. Where do we fucking sign up for that? Just go to MetalPeer.com. I'll spell it for you, dumb fucks. M-E-T-A-L-P-E-E-R.com. You bid, buy, and bang today. Your fucking head, that is, you loser. Did, did, did you guys find what you're uh, 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 looking for? Nah, man, your fucking selection's ass. Exactly. We're going to MetalPure.com. I think it smells better there, too. Absolutely. I hope. <laughs> mm. 
spirits of the dark, we conjure thee, help guide the way of our departed sisters to torment the vessel of thine enemy till death.
Tiger Junkies with It's Fucking Happy Time, coming from their latest reissued release from Hell's Headbangers, D-Beat Street Rock and Rollers, available on CD and LP, just in time for the new Toxic Holocaust LP or album, which is pretty much a side project of Joel Grind and uh, the dude from Abigail, so... Get that, get your hands on it. It is now available once again, a reissue. So buy that up. Get it's, it at Hell's Headbangers. It's very cool looking. The the final of that's like really fucking sweet. Yeah, it's like in the color scheme of the cover, like yeah. how it has the uh, yellow, yellow and, and the blue, blue and then the black. Yeah, yeah it's pretty it's cool. Cool artwork on that, yeah. Yeah. I think being a nerd, a dork, a geek, a lot of most of the time and all the time is attributed mostly to science fiction kind of things, you know, Star Trek, Star Wars, you name it. It also attributes to music a lot. And no. so, here on Hellcast, that's what we're going to do. <laughs> Be nerds. No, come and on. Being, and by being nerds, you listen to a lot of records a lot of times. You get to know the lyrics very well, and you get to know the pronunciation, the accent, or just (laughs) the performance of such nerdish behavior as a fan that we bring you another nerdish segment here on Hellcast. Mispronounced lyrics, accents to lyrics, or pretty much just shit you noticed in the lyrics. (laughs) Right. It's similar to misheard lyrics, and we may touch on all this again, but yeah. It was such a hit, we decided, hey, let's keep this nerdish going. I think that Mr. Schmier in Germany's lovely destruction on their classic Curse the Gods, he disagreed that it's Buddha and he calls him Buddha. When you listen <laughs> yeah. right here in the beginning, Allah, Buddha, Jesus Christ. Schmier says Allah, Buddha, Jesus Christ. Let's take a listen for yourself and hear. It makes me wonder, like, you know, and I'm not knocking these guys for anything, but, like, if they were like, dude, we got to find, like, some of these deities, or, you know, we got to find some gods to put on here, and they're like, B-U-D-D-A-H, butter. (laughs) Because they just didn't know, and they didn't, they never heard of them, which, you know, or maybe it's it's a German thing. Yeah, I was just going to propose the question, though. Is it entirely mispronounced and not just a uh, German pronunciation? I don't know if or, it's an accent, more more so than maybe it's just like a German pronunciation. Maybe. I don't know. Anyone that's German that's a fan of the show, could you do Germans pronounce it butter? And if they do, I'm sorry. <laughs> and the funny thing is, I took German in high school. I don't remember like Guten Tag. I, I, I didn't. I mean, I didn't. Get, I didn't get that far. I only had like uh, a year of it. Auf Wiedersehen. Yeah, Auf Wiedersehen. I took three years. I think. Oh really? I, I. It's totally dumped. If I don't use I something, tell. I lose it. <laughs> Holy shit! Auf Wiedersehen. It's like what? <laughs> but keeping. I mean, and, and this is not attack on Germany segment. We'll just say that you just, dude. My amplifier is German. Uh, there's just a lot of mispronunciations in German metal bands. Keeping that rolling. Well, I always thought for Accept. Accept was one of those bands that I think everyone loves, like Breaker and Metal Heart. I like one album as far as the old stuff goes, and that's I'm a Rebel. And then I didn't like anything up until that uh, new singer came in, and I liked um, Blood of Nations and then that like latest one. I thought they were good records. I, 
nonetheless, he was American, and he seems to pronounce things correctly. I, I, I liked a lot of the early except stuff. Really? Like, you know, Balls to the Walls is such a overplay, but I, I just think that song's funny. Nonetheless, uh, on, on the album I'm a Rebel, the song Save Us, I, I don't know what the hell he's talking about. I mean, the lyric, uh, let's just, we'll take a listen, and then I will read the lyrics, and try to follow along as he sings you this metallic hymn. <laughs> While my lyrical source from listening seems to be a little bit inaccurate, the lyrics go beyond the hill of fantasy. Ha! Tell ya! Take care of you! Beware of his magical plan! It hurts! Breaks your souls! Ben burns your mind! Never believe! Never, never! Believe the tales of mystical force! What? <laughs> you know what that reminds me of is is it's like if you've ever sat down like with with a young kid to try to like get them to reach you and then comprehend what they're reading while you're reading the right. dog. <laughs> yeah. One, two, and you're just like I, I I I just I now I'm focused just on the words. But like you talked about the lyrics, I'm looking up there at the CDs. Isn't there fucking an except I'm a rebel up there with the lyrics in it? Yeah, but I'm too much- lazy to go up there and. No, no, no! I don't want to put fingerprints on the booklet. Oh yes, nerd. My, awesome! Yeah, my glasses <laughs> are really fucking it. thick. That's great. <laughs> I was being too lazy. That's fucking great, dude. I love that. It's That's easier. why I have two copies of a lot of stuff, if not six or seven. <laughs> it's a little more obscure, but from Halen from Poland, the band Magnus, off their first album, <laughs> Scarlet Slaughterer. I fucking love it, as they pronounce I it. I do. On the song, Rabbies. Rabbies. Not rabies, rabbies. <laughs> Just give us the whole song. Rabid, or rabied, as they might say. <laughs> they might get it backwards. Rain bl- All right, so rabid rain blinded our eyes. People have taken out from houses guns. (laughs) Man to man turns the blade. In the streets flows the blood. Okay. Follow. Hell's howl of thousands of trumpets, millions of limbs, hundreds of bodies, wild animals, bloodthirsty, desire of murder, the living's dream. Nothing is for today. The prize is death. That makes sense. Rabbies. Rabbi. <laughs> Nothing is for today. The reward is death. I've just butchered my own mother. No, no, no. Um, no you, I, I, now you just fucked it up. I uh, fucked it up. That's the best line <laughs> because it's 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 your you're reading with your brain. That's your eyes, and you you know you, you're expecting what's so actually what it says. I've just butchered my mother own rabbis. <laughs> you know what I got to say before you play it though is it's like these fucking guys are from. And this this came out from, in the 80s, yeah, I right? Yeah, I know. I'm not making fun of them. It's just a nerdish detail that's funny. Right. It's <laughs> it's funny as shit. But could you imagine us, like, in the 80s? Speaking Polish? Trying to period? fucking write Polish fucking songs and no. metal? No. <laughs> I'm totally... <laughs> that's, I, a, that's, a pure, that's just one of the gems and what makes it so good. Mm-hmm. It's the artistic... I mean, it's I fucking know what he's, great. I, I know what he's it. talking about. 
from my knowledge as being the guy of that released the album reissued it i think they're talking about world war ii like the nazis coming and pretty much yanking you out of your homes and he's making you know, like there's blood on the streets and that's all they fucking care about is annihilating a race and they've forced him to kill his own mother and shit or mother own <laughs> right I, I see i thought he got bitten by a squirrel and maybe. got rabies <laughs> <laughs> but maybe he's equating maybe he's trying to be poetic and saying that i guess it'd be a raccoon but doesn't the effects of rabies make you go like nuts yeah. and shit so it's just a bunch of rabid people more or less right or rabid, <laughs> rabid say. but let's check it out here's right along my key line was butcher my mother own but i like the other one where houses pull out guns or something it's uh <laughs> People have taken out from houses guns. People have from taken out houses guns. I love that. He really says that. Actually, it's you know what he sounds like. He sounds like Yoda. <laughs> Speaking <laughs> of nerds, <laughs> rabbits. People take out houses guns. <laughs> no, I can't do you, mother. Voice. I killed mother. On. <laughs> That's fucking great. That'd be great to do a cover. <laughs> rabbits. <laughs> young. Oh, you do a young Jedi. Play the rabbits. Song. <laughs> yes. I just butchered my mother. Rabbits. Rabbits. But goddamn it, isn't that fucking great though? This. It sounds like it sounds like a uh, a, uh, uh, a South American band from Europe, more or less. Yeah, which is understandable. Why? Yeah, it's similar budgets. Poland maybe. was well, like when Sebastian, it was pretty much a third world country. And that's kind of what's cool about it, though, man. It's like very primitive. I mean, rabbies, it's awesome. Yeah, <laughs> and not to get off rabbies. subject, I talked to this guy I know, Dragon at the Germ today. Totally off subject. And we were talking about that how <laughs> third world countries and. Edit here. Was that it? <laughs> yeah, I just kind of. You mean it. you totally fucked up the momentum of this segment for that? Right. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's probably an easy target. <laughs> but Metal Lucifer, I think, is going to make every time we do something like this. I love them. It's very cheesy. It's a little bit harder in these places. And again, we're not attacking. Or maybe we should just say fuck off. We're totally attacking. Why don't you learn fucking English and pronunciation? No, better? come on, dude. I love this fucking... <laughs> I'm you do totally too. being an ass. I know you are. Here's heavy metal. Shane Sue, as he says. I just picture... I love this, though. You picture just this small Japanese guy like running after you with the chainsaw. It's <laughs> <laughs> fucking great. It's like a gremlin. Dude, aren't these riffs fucking awesome? They're wonderful. Oh, fucking great band. This first line's fucking great. He's like, uh, stalking the scarlet and going to restaurants or something. That's what it sounds like. Sing along, sing along now. I follow. It 
Here we go. I love it. Heavy metal chainsuit. Dude, and again, I, I gotta reiterate. Us trying to fucking learn Japan and then get a rhythm with the fucking language to write a song about it, it would never happen, you and I. We're lazy fucking And Americans. apparently English lessons for you haven't happened very well either, because we're going to learn Japan. You know, again, us trying to learn Japan and come down rhythm get. <laughs> Did I say that? We get other um chunk and ton. They're like, <laughs> I've watched like, too many Godzilla movies. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, of course, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> that, that one's for you, Andrew. And your boy. Oh, boy. But another thing that is also very relevant in metal music that oh, I I don't noticed. know what you're talking about there. Eh? Yeah, exactly. Oh, it's about time we go play some hockey. And it's kind of funny because I ran into uh, the, the old drummer from the band Rammer, great thrash band. And he, went on, and, he went on, and he went on and did uh, to- was drumming in Toxic Holocaust and stuff. And, hey, Al, if you're listening, I doubt you are. Hi. But uh, he pointed out the facts. I was we're told Joe about, always said hi too. We were talking about Razor or whatever, and I was like, "Dude, I fucking I love Cross Me Fool when he's just like Heidi Newt, like it just comes out of nowhere." Because that's the funny thing. Like for anyone, I don't know if it's just because we live close to Canada, being the United States or the the region that we're in. But for anyone that doesn't know, Canadians talk just like us, and all of a sudden just throw out weird pronunciations to words. Boot hoots and boot out in a boot, dude. I I watch. I will find NHL hockey fucking. One, because I'll hear the Scandinavian dudes talk, and those accents are fucking great. Yeah, funny. And then, and then, just to listen to the Canadian. Oh, it's about time we got the offense out there and got the puck there on the net. And it's, it's kind of like, like Scandinavian in its own way. Yeah, like yeah. The, you, like especially people like the Newfoundlanders that sodomize yeah. me, boys. You know, it's <laughs> <laughs> South Park. So oh, okay. uh, anyhow, it's fucking great. I love it. Yeah, so and like, the funny thing is, is they all speak better English than you or I. Obviously, like I just pointed out, the Canucks. Well, everybody else, pretty much. I don't know. I, uh, what I well, love is when the Ameri- definitely better than you with that. Obviously, we learned Japan. I gotta learn Japan. Are you gonna land Canada, Canada too? I'm gonna learn German. <laughs> I'm gonna learn Spain. <laughs> I'm gonna learn Mexico. You're gonna learn Germany. See, you just you were trying to speak bad English, but you said a pro- a proper, <laughs> appropriate, appropriate. You're like, I'm gonna learn German. Like, yeah, that's, that's the name <laughs> I said, of the I'm going to learn Germany, didn't I? No, you didn't. You said, I'm going to learn German. You're like, I'm going to learn Spain. I'm going to learn Canada. I'm going to learn German. I like, <laughs> <laughs> was an idiot. <laughs> that's me. It's kind of what I was thinking. <laughs> we'll just go speak Mexican Cross me fool. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, here it is. It just comes out of nowhere. It's like, Heidi Newt. But my favorite line in the song, though, is when he comes in. Like, I love Overkill. Would do, Bobby Bliss would do this stuff, too. Just, like, come up with, like, these one-liners. Kind of, Dio would do it, too. But Dio's lyrics never made sense. Right here. Up your ass right here, right now. Best line. Love your ass right here, right now. <laughs> I love that too. <laughs> and speaking of what a fucking it, raw guitar sound that I is know, too, and the fucking snares are just right in your face. Yeah. 
I love it. The, the I love how the first like comment on those. When I heard the first ten or the first twelve seconds, I jizzed my leather pants. Awesome band. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Maybe it, was, it wasn't up his ass right there, right then. But hey, going back to the Scandinavians, the sultry, awesome. forever gone. Why? Tell me why. Eddie cannot speak English. Pain and sorrow. Nah. Hearing him talk. <laughs> Just want to play. Okay. See if anybody catches it. All right. It's a game. All right. All right. Right on. That wasn't it. This is so good. Lost his headphones because he was rocking out. Ah, I just I B- love that. Before the one, th- there's also a misheard lyric I hear before. I that. just like this. Yes, he totally cut out the fucking ripping part. Oh, I just like to yell. Hey, maybe we should just play this song. One day. Yeah, the B riff is awesome. Oh, it's fucking great. But um, but but before the mispronunciation, there's a mystery lyric where he says, "Pain and sorrow in sodomy is what I I've always oh, heard." Oh, good point. Yeah, I've always heard in sodomy. Yes, there is pain and sorrow in sodomy, even if it's yeah, yes. <laughs> but that's not what well, we're pointing out. Is uh, right. The the lyrics are pain and sorrow inside of me. Resurrection will never be. But he says resurrection will never be. And then I lo- I might have, my favorite lines, one of my favorite lines of, is raw. Yeah. <laughs> no, is uh, no holy father, no holy son can bring you back now, forever, forever gone. gone. I love I love that part. It's a fucking great yeah, that's, record. That's you know a lot of like those Swedish like a lot of the Swedish death metal bands that just sound the same really just like got popular and shit and. I think Desultory was, that's one of my, I think, one of the finest moments for Sweden, but I don't know. There's a lot of not good a lot shit of pe- that comes out of there, but yeah, yeah, a lot of people don't seem to fucking great. agree with that. Those but. first two records. Yeah, yeah. I think your favorite, though, is Swallow the Snake, right? <laughs> <laughs> I got a soft spot for it, though, I got to tell you. I I hate to admit it, but... Uh, so you have a soft spot for Swallowing the Snake. <laughs> <laughs> Right, that's what, what. What would you think? I like the album. Nice, nice snow. <laughs> Why would I like I'm, that? I'm gonna split and go home. <laughs> See you later. Uh, King Diamond. You think that he won't mispronounce something? He's from something? what Alabama or something? Right. So should we? <laughs> should we? So should we let the people hear this first? I think we? so. Okay. Cool. Well, here you go. Pay attention closely to the lyrics. Maybe open up your CDs. I'll give you a second. There you go, and find the Family Ghost. Off of King Diamond's Abigail album, have a good record. And we're towards we're we're two forty nine in. So you know you you know where that is. <laughs> Here we go. Yeah. 
be honest with you, dude. What's that? I never knew what he said there because I never no, took the I time thought to get the lyrics out. Because honestly, I always thought he said it's like the fingers of a child. <laughs> I don't even know what I, what I used to think he said until you told me what it was. It's a uh, take a look into the vault. The vault. The sarcophagus of a child. <laughs> or, wait, sarcophagus. No, he says no, sarcophagus. Sar- I thought he said far- sarcophagus. I'm sorry. I was thinking of Sebastian right? when he's like, that was necrophagus. <laughs> a different European dude. So King Diamond says the sarcophagus of a child when really it's sarcophagus. Sarcophagus. <laughs> But I always thought it's like it's like the fingers of a child. Like I, 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 I don't know what I said. I think I just said I. I just go. It's a I think actually he used to say I'm going to Vegas with a child. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> going to Vegas. Yeah, I couldn't hear that though. <laughs> you ever? But I just kind of always rolled with it. You know, if you're singing in the shower or whatever the fuck, right? You're driving down the road in the car, practicing vocals. I don't know. Like I would just sing it the way I thought it was. You know. Like, you know, it's like the fingers. <laughs> like, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, it kind of sounds like... <laughs> I gave her the finger and the pussy. I, oh, 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 Wait, that's not ooh. I'm good. Uh, a child? Oh, well, yeah, that would be. Well, the band Sling Blade from right. Sweden. Take a listen. Their, her vocals are pretty, they're pretty easy to understand. So if you can find out where the error is... You, and, and this is us being like English major nerds. No, I just—it's just funny shit that you just kind of being a dork listening to music. Actually, I, I'm going to play the intro too because I think the intro is kind of funny because it's like it's just like it, it, the guy's like trying to not have an accent, but like, oh, with the news, it, yeah, and it yeah. peeks through everyone. You can totally tell it's a Swedish dude. Sorry, Sling Blade, you didn't fool me, dude. I love this record though. It's a good record. It's a great record. Shut the fuck up. The Cemetery Park area. They interrupted us. that a number of bodies have been found here early this morning with what the police describes as severe physical damage. The bodies have all been identified, although no comments have been made on if the killings are connected to the five teenagers reporting missing since yesterday evening. The entire area has been sealed off and the media is not allowed at this stage to enter. We will, however, keep you updated with any new information that reaches us. This is Eric Anderson from SB1 Station reporting live from Rosip Cemetery Park. thing i just i don't know stupid tidbit i just kind of find it funny how it's like this is eric anderson like this told typical swedish name and i take i re, i take back that comment listening to it maybe listening to the first time in headphones but it totally sounds like a swedish dude the whole time <laughs> yeah, that's what i was wondering. it does <laughs> but uh the, the lyric is five days has passed and maybe to eddie that sounds proper but it's five <laughs> days have passed <laughs> sorry sling blade just a little tidbit just, dude, but let's play the fucking song some more That guitar sound, fucking that 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 tone is so fucking good. Random thought, but I need to get you a volume control too, so you don't have to be like this. You know that guitar is really good. I mean, I think it's 
Jesus. <laughs> Ow, I hurt my back. Oh, shit. <laughs> well, you can just turn it down and talk at normal volume. <laughs> but seriously, that fucking guitar tone is so fucking good on that record. It fucking cuts right through you. It's yeah, like a sling blade. It's, it's a great... It, I, what I, a great I'm not, I'm not, I set down my microphone and I'm just like, yeah. No, it's really fucking... <laughs> it's like... And then the... And that's who shot Kennedy. All right. That was loud, sir. It's like Forrest Gump when he's sitting there. He's like, so tell us something about Vietnam. Well, I got one thing to say about Vietnam. And then the dude comes over there and unplugs the microphone. <laughs> and he just keeps talking. And so I was like, you're unplugged. And they finally figure it out and plug him back in. And he's like, that's all I got to say about Vietnam. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that shit. That's so much fun. Uh, yeah. This is one of the greatest. Back to Germany. Um, <laughs> Sodom with Blasphemer. <laughs> just, the whole song I'm just going to read. Black metal is the game I play. Because no one show me the right way. I am a bloody antichrist. Only believe in bad. Spit at the church. Evil I get. Blasphemer. Rites of death. Return to hell. I am Satan's child. Attack you with spell. I turn the cross upside down and read satanic Bible with... Now we're speculating that it's grown or ground. (laughs) We'll see how he pronounces it later. But fucking groan. My life begins at midnight 12. Kind of redundant. <laughs> Masturbate to kill myself. I don't know how you're going to kill yourself doing that, but all right. Blasphemer. I love to drink my own blood. My sin is my life in a war with God. I talk to the demons night to night. <laughs> what? What the fuck does that mean? Make love and wait. I love it how he's talking about masturbating to kill himself, and then he has the decency to be like romantic and be like, make love in black masses in a dark shadow light. <laughs> Dude, do you want to hear a fucking TMI story about masturbating to kill yourself? Not yet. Because <laughs> right. I got one, dude. It's actually kind of funny. And actually, not at all. <laughs> no, it's actually kind of funny. Oh, boy. But let's take a... Let's listen to Mr. Tom Angel Ripper tell us about his uh, masturbation to kill himself. Because I just don't understand how. <laughs> says a fucking groan like what is he growing <laughs> i'm a fucking like that's all i hear now is masturbate to kill myself and i think of the stupid ass fucking story <laughs> it's so great though it makes no sense like it's it's re- it's redundant holy and just shit confusing. i can't even keep my face in the microphone right now but what it, what it, what what is and read satanic bible with fucking groan i don't i don't get it or ground what like he says well, you and i were talking about it before it's like maybe he read it and he grew and he so he got a boner and so he wanted to rub one out now because well, that's a le- it's a legitimate word g-r-o-w-n groan like i'm a grown man but, but ground i'm a fucking groan like it sounds like he's missing something like i'm a fucking grown man you know i read the satanic bottle fucking like wait wait no 
are, and read Satanic Bible with fucking grown men. Like, that would be fun. <laughs> that would be really funny. <laughs> in a shower. That could be a new segment. We'll take, like, things, like, just make no sense. And, and like, but if it did make sense, it would be <laughs> this. Would <laughs> and then it really wouldn't make any more sense. because It would. <laughs> It'd be funny. <laughs> and fill in the blanks kind of thing. Oh, boy, I just came up with an on-air topic. <laughs> All right, Eddie, share us your fucking nasty-ass story. All right, so when I was a kid... Oh, God, I don't want to hear this at all. all, right. all right. We'll, we'll save it. it. What was it? Just go ahead. All right. So I was rubbing one out as a kid. Oh, boy. <laughs> Why am I permitting this? <laughs> My little Kathy Smith and fucking Heather uh, Thomas notepad. Fucking notepads. And so back in the 80s, like... I remember watching a, th- a show where they were like, they pumped, you know, so much semen out of some dude's belly, and that's how he got AIDS. So I thought that's how he got AIDS. So I was fucking rubbing one out, you know, and you're a kid, so you've got like a fucking, some caliber there. And I shot a fucking half of my load like into my own mouth. <laughs> I thought I gave myself AIDS. Honestly, <laughs> so that would be masturbating to kill yourself. <laughs> I was going to say, what did I have for lunch? And I just remembered chili as I nearly fucking spewed it out thinking of Eddie's launching a load. <laughs> That's so bad. I like how, though, I liked how when you were in your story, you're like, you know, I had this notepad. <laughs> fucking notepad. Like, really? Was that just a, was that a misheard lyric right there? He was fucking a notepad, really? <laughs> Oh, oh boy! Why and, did I just say that? And now it's forever on the fucking web. And oh, Canada, we come back again. Infernal Majesty. That's right, Eddie. Will cry out and curse your name <laughs> with a oh. bottle of baby oil and two notepads with two. Oh, that is. On it. You know, I think by telling that, I think re- real reason why you told that story is because you're a very necrofilthy person. <laughs> I could possibly. Oh, necrofilth. Yes, I am a degenerate. So coming out on this fucking record, you guys seriously got to get this fucking record. So. Out now, Hell's Headbangers pressed on gray, white, marbled vinyl with lyrics and insert in a large 18 by 24 poster of the cover artwork painted by Putrid. That would be Matt Putrid. Fucking awesome artist. The MAGA Jacket Edition is sold out, so if you got it, you know you have it. Cleveland Filth Bangers Necrofilth might have had a foul and fierce impression with their Worship Destruction 2008 demo that was re-released by Hell's Head- <laughs> that was re-released by Hell's Headbangers, but their debut album Devil's Breath. Necrofilth have truly come into their own as one of the meanest, dirtiest metal bands around, led by founding degenerate Zach Rose. Necrofilth's Who? debut. Exactly. Necrophil's debut album, Mainlines and Meanly Raging Old School Thrash Hardcore Punk and Grind into a cantankerous yet catchy fist to the face of all that's kind and clean. As if song titles like Junkie Cunt, Smear the Sleeves, Fucking Exit, and Scum Freak already didn't say enough. So many bands. <laughs> I'm just gonna stop you right there. I just love. I was gonna let you finish to the end. I just love it how it's apparent what you're reading and what you're not. You're like this. 
Oh, so this fucking Necrophil, dude, you need to get this. It's fucking great. It's a great record. It's on maggot-colored vinyl. It's got a limited edition that's sold out. It's on a CD. I got it. I fucking love it. All right. Looking through the depths <laughs> of hell comes um, um, neck uh, row filth. Uh, model of the thing. Like, you totally did the last read. It was like, it was totally like, like, right in your face. I fucking love this record. It's awesome. Net out now on hell's headbangers. Get it now. Yeah, guys, that's a really fucking awesome record. Like, like you get really faint then, and like, you're right up, and it's so fucking awesome. It's like really loud then. I just love it. So, <laughs> with that introduction. <laughs> well, we're going to have to do a bit making fun of me then. I, apparently so. Here's Necrofilth with Crave the Grave. Yeah.
faranno dei cimiteri, le loro cattedrali e delle città, le vostre tombe.
It's the Halloween season. Horror movies are in the air, or in the air all year round. For us, yeah. yeah. But why is it, though, it, it, to slice that a different way, you know, a horror movie and shit, they will cross and, you, you know, unite actors and stuff. Like, say... I don't know who's who's an actor people hate. <laughs> say uh, Brad. I don't know if everyone hates him, but say Brad Pitt was in a horror movie. Well, he was. He did that World War Z, and from what I understand, that was nothing like the book and awful. The book was awesome. The movie. See, I there know. you go. So there's a point right there. Like, why is it like you could take some mainstream thing like that, or say like even? I mean, I I think that there's the horror dorks and stuff, especially that do get kind of pissed and stuff. But I think there, there's also some times where it's like. They give shit for bad reasons too. Like for instance, I don't think it's any mystery that I'm a very big Halloween fan. The uh, movie Halloween. I uh, yeah, good point. Bing, I I remember bing, getting bing, like bing, shit. Bing. <laughs> I remember getting shit though. Like some kid came up to me. He was saying he's like, so like, how do you like 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 Halloween? You don't you like Halloween? Like that's like mainstream and stuff. Like you know, it's it's a a fucking B movie that went became, somewhere. It yeah. became successful because it's fucking and it's like, good. Well, like. You like Last House on the Left and uh, Hills Have Eyes? Like those are Wes Craven movies. He made Scream, and it's just kind of like that's like you saying like you like Iron Maiden, Black Sabbath. Ozzy made that album, that uh, Mama I'm Coming Home song. Like how do you like? It's like it's fucking irrefutable that it's a classic. This is genre yeah. defined. All those crappy. It looks like you shot it on your cell phone. Shitty B horror movies that are supposed to be so great are boring as fuck, and they look like shit. And I don't even want to watch them. <laughs> you know. Some of them are. I might be not as uh, prone to the the B or C or just D. Yeah, the, these crap. I just equate them to crap because you I mean there was the horror convention in town here recently that you weren't able to make it to. But a lot of times I go walking through that thing and I hardly like buy anything because it's like you know I'm a horror fan and uh, I, I like stuff, but I also think that a lot of like this B stuff and and I kind of think that metal and movies, horror movies in particular have an equivalence as far as underground metal fans will accept what most mainstream people would deem as awful. How could they ever mass-produce this awful-sounding record that sounds like they record with a boombox? That would be the the equivalent to a B-horror movie. Say it's a B-band. And I can understand that and appreciate bad-sounding records, so why can't I understand and appreciate bad movies with bad acting and stuff? You can see that there might be some people just like that, and I just don't know them. I think you're bringing up stuff that wasn't exactly done with a flashy thing, but they did it well enough to make it a thing. And there's plenty of records that became that way. I mean, you could listen back to a lot of stuff. Fuck, I mean, let's put it in mainstream terms. I was just watching something about uh, uh, Twisted Sister Under the Blade recently. They recorded that in a fucking barn in England. Yeah. You know? So it's like, how does that... That's not big studio at all, you know? And, uh, I and that's think, fucking cool, actually. When you, right. You told me that. I didn't know that. I was like, that's fucking awesome. I'll be honest with you. The, the, the first maybe two screams, I, I think I've seen all of them. Just, I watch because <laughs> you know it's like why the fuck not? It's it is so fucking campy, cheesy, and yet you know in big names like Courtney Cox and, and not that she's like bad to look at. Of course, the last one she had some fucked up plastic surgery. Look like just that's yourself. Honestly, dude, you're a beautiful woman. Fucking that's I've seen all four of those movies. That Scream Four movie had the most horrendous acting I have ever seen. Bad. I have seen better acting in school plays than in that fucking well, movie. Well, did you see the kid? They had, like, high school kids, I think, actually playing high school kids. I'm not even talking about the high school kids. I don't even, I'm talking about the fucking, the main, the main actor. It's like the, the million-dollar actor. I, I couldn't get past Courtney Cox's plastic surgery. I, I, I honestly... Like, I, every time I'd see one of those movies, I'd kind of want to rub one out, because I'd be like, hey, she's hot. 
But <laughs> I kept, well, I kept watching because it. I was just like, this is so bad, it's intriguing. I just need to see how bad this really gets. And yeah, wow. The fuck. very first one, I remember when it came out, I was like, it's kind of a cool concept. It's just revitalizing the slasher thing and yeah, trying to make is. another. It's, a sl- it's like that, you know, answer the phone, the phone's coming from inside your house, you know, that shit. Mm-hmm. Dude, what happened? <laughs> That's funny still. I like to just kind of steer from doing the same big old trendy kind of thing. And what happened usually is attributed to a little more known bands because it wouldn't be as funny if we did something that no one knew what the fuck we we're talking right. about. Right. I've been reading a lot about Megadeth lately. I Are you reading the book? Yeah, I'm reading Dave Mustaine's autobiography or biography. Uh, probably biography. <laughs> Does he ever the- say what would Jesus do in the middle of it? I haven't gotten that far yet. Okay. So, you know, it, it's very, it's a very, very appropriate question. What happened? Now, granted, we can kind of sort of speculate what happened. I think a certain <laughs> man... <laughs> of course you can. <laughs> he stopped shooting heroin and found the Lord. Which, But, dude, let's just run down this. I just wanted... I think Megadeth especially just needs to do music only, and then we'll save our remarks. So here we start with Killing Is My Business, and we're going to just keep cranking out the tunes. All right? Okay. We're going to do, do it a little bit differently, because I just cannot what do you mean? fathom how this road was not rocky enough to get fucking spun off on the side and just fallen off a long time ago until they cranked out as many albums they did. So here we start. The road was nice and smooth and awesome with Killing Is My Business, and business is good.
You still there? All right. Now this is where I think it started to change. Hello, me. Meet the real me. And my misfits wave life. A dark black past is my most valued possession. Hindsight is always 2020. But looking back, it's still a bit fuzzy. Speak of mutually assured destruction. Nice story. Beyond yikes, it's I accomplished all my plans. I'd be sad if I wrote the song too. <laughs> so as you read this, no my friends. I'd love to stay with you all. Please smile when you think of me. My body's gone. That's all. Here's our French lesson. Just to intervene real quick, this next song, this was fucking, I remember when they did those freaking remixes, and they came out, and it's like, has a bonus, unreleased track, and I was like, sweet, oh fuck yeah, I never heard of this song, of my creation, like, whoa, and then I, 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 so I, I immediately put that track on first, I popped it in, I pressed play, and this is what happened. It's alive! <laughs> And I immediately said, I'm getting rid of this. <laughs> wow, what a bonus. I, <laughs> Thanks, Dave. <laughs> I'm, I Keep your remarks. <laughs> you should have taken a picture of my face. <laughs> You're already speechless. Here we go with Almost Honest. That's correct, Eddie. This is Megadeth. You need to take a picture of my face <laughs> and plaster it on there. Oh, my God. All right. Need 
Light it up for Dave. Off to my home away from oh, yeah. Wow. I will Are you miss touched? you. Uh. But I know, I know you know. Oh, yeah, Dave. I'm coming home. Is that why he's wearing white wristbands there? He's coming home to Argentina. Oh. <laughs> we got one more after this. Is, isn't that like, isn't that like the name of a play or something? Oh my God! That's so How are you applauding that? He's just standing there. He's really touched him, dude, by saying he's coming home to Argentina. Because he clearly looks Latin American. I don't want to go. Everything <laughs> I, see. I don't want to see it. And as we say so long, I know your tears wish I will not be crying. <laughs> we say goodbye. <laughs> Like, fuck it off. won't be long till I'm back again. Oh, fuck. <laughs> we will meet again. I hope not. We will meet again. You will see. Oh, fuck. In heaven, Dave. I'm coming home. Wow. What about me, motherfucker? I live in Cleveland. Coming home to me? <laughs> I can't believe that this is Megadeth. Dude, just wait. They're going to jam it. Wow. That was beautiful, Dave. Wow. I was about as touched by that song as I was by the Lord. Nah. So, uh, what do you got there? This is for last. Oh. We have to analyze what we just heard. <laughs> you know, the conversation you and I had earlier where I said, I don't have anything past rust and peace. Now, that was clearly apparent when you had also followed it up with, I don't think they're as bad as the other big four. I think they pretty much stayed true. And I was like, <laughs> well, I was completely, dude, that's worse than Metallica, that stuff. Pause there for a second. First off, I'm sorry about the the fade-ins between songs. I didn't have the handy, wacky, do-wacky to do it on YouTube. We went pretty far in the discography. We, we skipped some shit. That was when he you know, got vein cancer or whatever the fuck happened to him. They broke up. Oh, and he, But like, that was enough. Thought, I thought they could never play again. Yeah. Well, it's too bad. I think it's clear to say that we both agree that what happened started at Countdown to Extinction. Now... I think it started almost at yes. so far so good. So what? Like into the lungs of hell. Uh, had yeah. Some great fucking songs, but then some. It was like five hundred one, five hundred two, five hundred two, whatever it was. It's, it's such a weird record. I like it. He's totally drugged out of his mind. You could tell. Oh, you can tell in the voice. But I think it's it's such a weird record, and I like it for that. I, I don't. You, you can't even like pinpoint what it, it's not. Uh, it can't even be speed metal at that point. I just it's such a weird record. I still remember seeing uh, them live, where he was like, "This next song is for Cliff." 
Burton, and they played in my darkest hour, which I still I you've told me the story. All once. right, I'll tell you the story because I read the book. But your follow up, you were going to say I don't understand how what the hell that has to do with Cliff Burton dying because he's clearly saying. If you only knew what I was doing, I, or, or you have no idea In how hard I try to try to make things better or something, it's like, wow, I don't know what relationship you had with Cliff. <laughs> right. But no, what it was... It, it was funny, though. Is what I, it was is he wrote the music to it. That's why it's sad. That's why it's a ballad. It's when he found out that Cliff Burton died, he wrote, he wrote this, the music to it. And okay. the, 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 the lyrics, as he explains in the book, too, because I think a lot of people probably asked him, is about like a relationship or something, which is already kind of dumb. But then, but then it went on to Rust in Peace, which I think is a phenomenal. Record. There's some great stuff on it. Again, there's some stuff. Scott, that gets, well, that 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 it's alive bonus track is awful, and then that one song with just the bass, and he's like, or Dawn Patrol, and he's like talking like a British dude. That's pretty bad. Yeah, but for now, I think it's a really great record. Excellent guitar playing. There's a lot of good, cool riffs on it. Dun, but the remark dun. I was gonna say though. I don't think Megadeth really ever dated themselves. If you think about it, like with uh, like Countdown Extinction, if you like the record or not, like Hello Me, Meet the Real Me, that record it's got good guitar playing, it's got some cool riffs, it's it's heavy. When I, they say that, like when Dave was like, "Hey, you know, we wrote the record we want to write," I, I almost believe it. What did you expect them to do? Well, they're fucking they're uh, killing us, my business. Like they they wouldn't. If someone's like, "I like Countdown Extinction," I'm not like wait, raising an eyebrow. It's just like. All right, that was the beginning of the end. But all right, euthanasia, same kind of point. Like, you know that well that Atut Lamone. I think the one we played was a different version. It had it said it had the girl from Lacuna Coil in it or something. But it had some really stinkeroos. But again, like if you compare where your beloved Metallica was at that point in time, my they beloved were, Metallica, no, or anyone's beloved Metallica, they were making way worse records. All right, like the whole records just stunk. Put yourself in this perspective, though. If that's what you're doing as a career, you're playing that shit every fucking night. What do you expect them to play, the, make the same goddamn album? Like you're, you're a little burnt out. Yeah, and, and so I, it progresses. We've talked about that, and I know I've brought that up. I think probably what made me like go with that record was just watching him act in that video, maybe, and that that totally like that whole video killed the radio star and his voice. Like, yeah, he was a little bit whiny and stuff. And it's, I mean, don't get me wrong, I don't own those records, I don't really like those records, but I could see where one would, and I could see where I could see that as a yeah. legitimate record that, as an artist, they wrote and they were being true to themselves. Is it good or not? That's up to the listener. Yeah, but then, how, how true can you be to yourself if you're strung out on fucking... Well, that's true, too. I guess you're just going to write a really fucked up, weird record because you're drugged out, and that's being true. It, it's weird because there are some bands that, like, when they did drugs, that stuff was awesome, and then they quit, and then it sucked, and then there's some bands that the worse they got into drugs, the more sucky they got. I'm not a junkie, so I don't know how that rolls. I don't know either. That cryptic writings with that uh, trust and stuff, that was that was on it. That was their black album. I almost want to say so far so good. So what was a black album? And then they had like a comeback record with Rust in Peace, because at least that was metal. Cryptic writings, that was fucking I remember when that came out. Like it was there, there was a TV advertisement. It was the first time I've ever seen like a legit commercial on just regular TV advertising a record, a, a supposed metal record nonetheless. The first time I heard, like they'll play it on the radio, but they don't play it like you're not on. You're not at your lunch break, and they, you're hear that. Hear it's that, like and at then ten Nick, at night. Yeah, it's ten at night. Like yeah, D. D. Snyder playing on his like House of Hair or something like that. And that, that was like the first time I heard that. Like during the day and shit. It's like 
Wow. And then that wrist came out with mousetrap on it. I don't know what the fuck. Oh. Crush him. That was horrible. Horrible. And then I'll, or, uh, I'm, I'll be there. Isn't that like a fucking musical that he's singing that song from? No, it's on the album. <laughs> no, but I, it's on I, the Risk album. Really? I'll be there. I'll be there. But the funny fucking thing is, people are applauding it for one. But at the end of it, he's like, "That is for you." And it's like, Dave, I don't want that to be for me. Why wasn't that's a back to that outrage thing? Why were people applauding that song? What is in the water in Argentina? But Who was likes that thing? That? Is that where that thing was recorded? For sure, Buenos Aires. Yes. Wow. Well, that's I just, why. But, what? What do you What do you mean? That's why? Because he's mentioning them. So if you went to a mega this show, it's like I'm coming. I'm coming home. Wait, oh, well, that was something else. Yeah, I would be like, boom! I would too. Fuck but- you, Dave. Christ isn't in Ohio. Keep moving. I would be fucking pissed. But like, boo! That, that's my song, and I'm not talking about that. I was talking about I'm coming home, or. I'll be there. I'm already confused. I'm I, doing something. They, they all kind of. And then I'll be there. And then or I'm coming home to Argentina. But that's just awful. Like, when did they ever do an acoustic song? That is awful. It was pretty bad. I had some disc of, like, these rare Megadeth cuts. I didn't know what the hell the songs were from. Yeah. I was assuming it was from that World Needs a Hero album. That, that That's, like, just a jumble mess to me. I don't know anything about those records. Rightfully so, if. I, I just like because after that risk, I was just like, man, that was just you can't come back bad. <laughs> no, who likes those records? Who was jamming out some risk? Who? Where does that person exist? I want to see that guy wearing a mousetrap T-shirt. Yeah, I, I just wonder if there there are people out there like it's Megadeth record. Fuck, I like it. It's who Megadeth, is that so guy? I, have to, I, I don't know. It, it's it's probably the guy playing football. Are they in Germany? Because Germany seems to like all the really bad records. Sorry, Germans, but I've seen you guys jamming some really bad shit, and people were loving it. It's just like whoa. I I, I just, I I, yeah. I just, I just wonder if it's, it's, if it's, if those are the polo shirt wearing guys you see at the show. Wow. Do you you know what I mean? Yeah, I. You know the guys that are like that don't know killing is my business, but they're like, yeah, man, I heard that this Megadeth's like really fucking good. I'm gonna go buy a CD, and they go to fucking Fye. And they buy risk, and then they show up at the fucking show, and then they try to tackle everybody and, and punch them in the pit. In light of all, all these shitty records, and I know we didn't, I know we skipped. I think there's like five records we still skipped, but those are like the new albums to me. I don't, I don't, I don't know nothing about them, and I don't even want to delve into them. <laughs> We're gonna catch up where Megadeth is though, since they just came out with a new album. I have to at least say, in the '90s when that stuff came out, if you think about what was out then, like. I at least got to give them props. Like, at least this was a band like they could play and like write a song. Uh, is it a good song? No, but like it's honestly, I'll take that over Nirvana any day of the week. I'll be fucking. I'm coming home to anywhere you want me to be coming home to before putting Nirvana smells like Teen Spirit and any of that bullshit. Oh my god, Pearl Jam, any of that grunge crap. Oh, just shoot me in the fucking face. I'll put. A, I'll, I'll. I'll be wearing a Megadeth Risk T-shirt if, if it means I'm not wearing that. <laughs> fuck me. That is the bad. 90, the '90s were was a tough time. For exactly. Me. So it's like if you put that yeah, in perspective. Type yeah, but all those goth girls and Peter Steele going on Jerry Springer. If I was, he was if, on Jerry. I don't. Don't. Oh my lord. I'm not hearing it. If you put all that into perspective, 
you guys did pretty good. <laughs> but well, and that's, it's pretty awful still. That's the point where you just, you know, you were listening to getting caught up in death metal, what Cannibal Corpse was doing and shit. But here's the new latest Super Collider. And I just figured we were picking out the dirt. I've never heard anything on this. I scrolled through looking at the song titles. King Maker, kind of a bad title. Super Collider, whatever. Burn. Built for War, Off the Edge, Dance in the Rain. I was just like, that's the one we're playing. <laughs> so let's take a listen to Dance in the Rain. Sentence to work. A dead end nine to five. <laughs> Trapped in a dingy corporate cubicle hell. Oh boy, Dave. Then go to work in the darkness on the midnight shift. <laughs> Wow. That's really... I think that picks up where Risk awesome. left off. <laughs> dude, I, I want to go... I want to light a lighter at this show. This is bad. Now, maybe we played the worst song on the record. Let's check out play one the more. title track or song two. That, that's got to be the rocker, right? Song Collider. Wait, he's singing. So far in but I gotta say, he was like working a dead end job at the corner shell station. You know, if I was pumping gas at the shell station, I'd be like, "Fuck you, Dave!" Writing a bad song in Megadeth about me. Yeah. This is better. That cover sucks, by the way. What is that? A f- the frickin' the Wheel of Fortune? It's a, it's the Super Collider. <laughs> oh. Oh my God! What is this? An uplifting album? Why is this band huge and Satan isn't? <laughs> really? Now, now, granted, Satan only has what like two. Oh, here's the hook. sounds like Kid Rock, doesn't it? It just, honestly, it just sounds like Radio Rock. It, right. It's just bad. Like, this is just a flaccid dong. It, yeah, it's not a varicose fellows. It's definitely not that. It's, it, that is, it's a unique. That is awful. And I thought... I, cause I heard something like I heard songs like "Return to the Hangar," like "Hangar 18 Part 2, and like I thought it was actually good. And it's like, wow, they, I think they might be coming back. That is awful. That's yeah, pretty bad. I, I don't even want to know what the other albums sound like and stuff. Megadeth, they're done. They were done at uh, Rust Peace in Pieces. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! I'll give you a Rust in Peace, Dave. Dave, 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 Dave. Come here. Let's have a chat here. Mr. Mustang, really. I mean. Yeah, what do you want to know, Craig? Yeah. um, Well, first off, I think your radio name is Reaper. (laughs) Um, I just got to say, I'll be there. I'll be there. I'm coming home to Hellcast Studio. I'm coming. I'm coming. Oh. Does he have a kid? Yeah. Dave, tell me. You're off drugs. You're in the Jesus, but you were still making bad records when you were on drugs. <laughs> what happened? Was it 
The white wristbands? Was it the bad white button-up t-shirt? Was it... Uh, <laughs> what was it? <laughs> <I don't know>. <laughs> <laughs> was it the It's Alive bonus track? Because that's, that's such a far cry from killing his business, business <laughs> is good or Devil's is. Island. Ding, 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 yeah, or. That is truly a case of they made the record, he didn't like it, and he never looked back. Because that just that is a transformation of no other. Wow. This has been Hellcast. <laughs> that has been enlightening. <laughs> and that was awful. I am Reaper. I am Eddie. And I have to leave you with these words. Our live reads really sucked this episode. <laughs> <laughs> We're out of practice, dude. So cool. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. Get the October 31 reissues. Now at Hell's Headbangers. Meet thy maker and feel the, the, the fire awaits you. Uh, both it available does. on CD. And if you want to wait for the vinyl, then you're risking to wait for the CD to sell out if you wanted to get both. So to get both, don't be a fucking douche, man. Yeah. Get, get off off your ass yeah. and get the CDs now. All right. So we'll talk to you next time. I am Reaper. I am Eddie. Ah! And if you would like to get in touch with any of these topics that we followed, or if you have any fucking remarks, or if you got something to bitch about, which I guess would also be a remark, email me at hellcast at hell's headbangers. Dot com. Let me spell that for you because I think you're probably a bunch of dumb fucks. H-E-L-L-C-A-S-T at hellsheadbangers.com. I am Eddie, and it's Eddie Satan at hellsheadbangers.com. E-D-D-I-E-S-A-T-A-N at hellsheadbangers.com. Or find us on Facebook. We will talk to you next time. Here's October 31. Absolutely not. October 31 with Salem's Curse. Fuck you. I'll be there.
Oh, oh, oh.